You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. Boy, the Auburn family, and welcome back to Inside the Jungle, your source for Auburn men's basketball analysis and discussion on the E2C Network. And we have another W to talk about today. Really excited to continue talking about all these Ws. Your Tigers improved to 9-1 and one after their home victory against the North Alabama Lions by the score of 70-44. to 44. Big win for the Auburn Tigers today. And we move on and we get closer and closer to the SEC season. And to do that, I brought in my dad and co-host. Dad, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, again, fun to get a win. All wins are good wins, even though the first half was not the prettiest win in the world. It's well, fun to let Stephen Pearl get out there and coach somebody other than sixth grade boys. And uh, that was his last coaching stint. Yeah. And he said uh, he said he was worried that his his dad would break the rules and call him and tell him how bad he was doing at halftime. So but I, I tweeted out. I said, whatever Stephen said at halftime of that game, he needed to bottle hmm. and uh, use it. Let let Coach Pearl, Bruce Pearl, use it uh, because they they went into the halftime up three, I guess it was. And uh, and. Did not end up winning by three. Yeah. So it was a good, good finish to the game. Not a real good. Uh, they were up five at halftime. Yeah. Sorry. But anyway, it was a good game to watch. So. I, I, yeah. Just like you said earlier, a, a win is a win. It was a slow start offensively in the first half. You know, I really just, we were watching it together and it was, I just think it was just, we were struggling to get a shot down. We were struggling to find the bucket at the, at the time. And, and we found ways and areas to get the ball and guys to get the ball to, to mm-hmm. kind of get off of that little stint that we had. And we pushed the lead out to 30 and they scored two late baskets to push it back to 26. But you know, the, this was a dominating second half performance by Auburn. It was, it was a very good second half performance. And and I know that North Alabama isn't going <clears> to, <throat> isn't going to blow your socks off. Uh, but, uh, but I don't think they're as bad uh, of a team as, as some people may have thought again, not, not they're not going to go to a tournament or anything, but uh, but they gave us a good test at home in the first half. They were physical. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played well. Uh, give credit to them and and their and their scout on us because mm. they uh, they seemed to know what we were trying to do and and they were trying they were doing their best to stop it. And for the first half, they did. Uh, look, they were never going to win. Uh, that was a we out athleted them and about out about out everything yeah but it was it was a little nerve-wracking in the first half a little frustrating but that's all right yeah yeah just like you said like wins a win um tough first half performance for auburn as i just like you said earlier i think it was struggles to make shot but i said we found guys and found ways to get the ball in the basket at the times we need we were a good run in the second half where a man walker kessler was getting the ball every single time down the floor and it was he was the difference maker and then Devin Cambridge played one of his best games one of his most efficient games as he went you know I he went four or five from the field with two or two from three and three for four from the free throw Stop. line say that thing about the three point two, two of two from three that's Devin, that's really good Devin, dude you were playing lights out the I'm, last three or four games and that dunk was Absolutely that stupid. That was unbelievable. We need to, we'll talk about that one. Yeah. That was spectacular. We, we will. But let, let's talk about Walker for a second. And I think I think we got a little bit of 
what we thought we were going to get when we got a transfer, say five former five-star center that went to North Carolina, played for a year, and then came to Auburn. I think we saw last or a few nights ago what we what we thought we were getting, what we thought we were getting, especially on the offensive end. On the offensive end, when when you've got a guy that that I'm yelling at the TV, if he doesn't touch the ball every time down the floor, there's something wrong with our offense. Mm. And and they force fed him. Uh, for the first about 10 minutes of the second half. And uh, th- there was nobody in that on that team that can, is going to guard it. Yeah. It, it. He has a tendency sometimes to bring the ball down a little bit, which he'll work on and get better at keeping the ball high. Uh, he needs to go and watch some Kevin McHale film. Um, but uh, other than that, when he gets the ball in there and 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 they're trying to guard him with a 6'8 guy or a 6'9 guy, it's, it just doesn't work. Yeah, Walker Kessler. Dominant. That's right. He was dominant, there, especially in that little run where we were just feeding him the ball every mm-hmm. single time. He's had like six or eight straight points. Kessler goes 14 points, six of eight from the field, eight rebounds. I think he had three or four blocks as well. It's, you know, I mean, Walker's always going to make that big-time rim-protecting uh, impact on the defensive end. Just, it's just so long. Hey, again. I, it, it was in the second half. No, maybe it was in the first half because it was in front of the Auburn bench. And they threw it into the low post, and Walker played behind him. And the kid turned around and just tried to shoot it. Mm-hmm. He didn't pump fake. He didn't make a move. He just turned and tried to shoot it. And uh, that's not going to end well yeah. for most players. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, also about Kessler there, let's not forget, he went two of three from the free throw line. Yeah. Walker's not a good free throw shooter. Uh, two of three. I'll I'll take that from him all the all every game. So yeah, he played well. Yeah. Well, let's talk about two guys who um, we we talked about two guys that I think at least for our two our perspective, I think I was most impressed with Devin and Walker tonight. But let's talk about the two guys that also filled up the stat sheet: Wendell Green Jr. three for three for eight from three. You know, six assists, three boards. He had twelve points. You know, that's. Uh, coming off the bench, I said it in the last podcast. It's the greatest. It's the best move that the coaches, those, these coaches have made. Get him off the bench, letting him see the game, letting him see the flow of the game before he's able to get into the action has helped him so much. Here's a question: Now that he is, he's coming off the bench and playing well. We remember when he was starting and they switched and they brought KD and mm-hmm. they brought KD in to get instant offense. Yeah. Uh, now uh, we look at this and, and you look and KD had four points, 0 of 4 from three, 2 of 9 from field, four rebounds. Um, do you go back? Do you switch them back? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I really like Wendell being able to see the floor, see the flow of the game. I also like the ability to have a true point guard coming off the bench like that because if you put, you know, you switch KD, KD's not a true point guard. And now you've got two true point guards in your starting lineup, and I, I don't, I don't see how that helps. I don't see how that helps Devin. I don't see how that helps Jalen when he comes back, which we hope he he is back Saturday. Um, I don't see how that would help a guy like Chris Moore, or Dylan Cardwell. I think those guys would need Wendell as well. So, so here's my thought: um, when uh, Flanagan gets healthy, mm-hmm. do you put Flanagan in the starting lineup and take KD out, and that way you've got. Uh, you've got uh, Jasper and Flanagan ball handling and Jabari because he's a ball handler too. Yeah. And, and then you've got uh, Green, Green and, and KD coming in in that second group. 
Yeah, I, I would. I would. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that at all. I also wouldn't mind seeing KD, Zep, and Allen out there at the same time and, make it, and letting Devin come off the bench. But the way Devin's playing right now, I wouldn't want. I don't know how you put anybody on the bench. Right for, now. for what it's worth, I, that was my thought. Is um, maybe Devin is actually playing a little bit better than KD right mm-hmm. now? It, uh, look, KD on the defensive end gives you so much, but I don't know that you can really distinguish him and Devin on Is that this, end. Oh yeah. And and right now it, it's I, I don't have a problem with KD. When he takes it to the basket, he's going to the free throw line yeah. or he's gonna make it. He's really struggled the last couple games shooting it from three. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see that come back. I know it will. Yeah. I know it will. He's gonna have a 18, 20 point game probably against St. Louis this week and I'm gonna look like an idiot for <laughs> wanting to put him on the bench. But but I've got to give Cambridge his love. Mm-hmm. He he has changed the way he lets the game come to him a little bit more. Um, he's not panicking when he's shooting the three. He's uh, it's all in rhythm, and two for two. It, again, you can't can't get better. You can't ask for better from Devin Cambridge. <laughs> I completely agree, and that was what you know, that's what people have been asking from Devin is efficiency shooting the ball from outside because you know he's a great defender. He can jump out of the gym. He's a great rebounder. He's a pretty good passer, and mm-hmm. we just want him to consistently shoot from outside, you know, so and, and, keep and, him and keep him on the floor. And that's what he's shown us the past few games, yeah, and I, I'm great. all for it. But let's talk about Stone Cold Killer. <laughs> I don't you – know, every podcast, we we just take a take a certain amount of time just to talk about Jabari Smith because I, because might, have might as well, you we know. He's not going to have him to talk about, you know, until – the NBA draft episode when he goes first overall. <laughs> and I mean, not a great shooting night from Jabari. I think he would tell you that. I think he'd tell you that he played one of his worst games. I But you look at 13 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, you know, two or five from three is not terrible. You know, three or four from the free throw line. He's, he's a killer. He's a killer. No matter if he thinks he played bad or no matter if uh, we win or lose, no matter what, the dude is going to put stats on the board, and he's yeah. going to look like a pro doing it. He, he he did not play according to his standards mm-hmm. very well. Uh, again, you look back in the days of uh, Tony Barbie and uh, and Jeff Lebo and some of those guys, and, I don't, I don't, and, and if you had a player about. that scored 13 points, had 10 boards, we'd be jumping up and down and yeah. excited about it. Okay. But uh, Jabari, I, Jabari would tell you, I didn't play very well. Yeah. Uh, you know, he played he at South Florida that day. <clears throat> he didn't have a real good shooting game in that time either. And um, and he tweeted out, that's my bad. It's on me, which it wasn't. Yeah. But uh, I, I think he probably feels the same way after this game. He didn't play to his best. But uh, again, he's a guy that could go to St. Louis on Saturday and put 25, 30 on him. Yeah. And not think twice about it because he'll start making those. Hey Auburn fans, I want to take a quick time out from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs. Especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. 
There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C network booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C network to join the E2C network booster club. You can also get there by going to our website, e2cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C Network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Well, let's talk about the defense in this game. We talked a lot about the offense. You know, I know, just like you said earlier, North Alabama is not going to be a team that you are expecting to see in March or you're scared about or you're anything like that because – you know, I don't know how good this North Alabama team will end up being. They sure looked uh, competitive in the first half. In the first half. But the, we hold them to 24, 29% from the field, 24% from three. They only shot three free throws in the game, which I don't I don't really know how I feel about that. I don't, I don't know if Two that's – three from the line. But, like, they had one player go for five for 18 from the field. And one player go two for nine, then two for eight, then one for four, and then zero oh for four, and then yeah, they didn't shoot. Very they didn't well. shoot the ball really well, especially in the second half. They only scored seventeen points. You hold you hold a team with seventeen points in the second half, you are going to win. Yeah, especially yeah. when you got guys Absolutely. like Jabari and Dev, Devin shooting three, you're, you're going to win the game. But they they committed eighteen turnovers. I, we caused eighteen turnovers, and uh, it it. It was it was a really good defensive performance. I t- I say it I say it almost every podcast. Zeb Jasper is one of the best defenders I've ever watched. Him and KD together, which is why I said I would love to see KD, uh, Zep, and Allen when Allen Flanagan comes back and started to get more of a groove. I but I I don't I don't know Zep and KD. They're the most aggressive, but the most clean defenders I've ever watched. Zepp is that type of guy that uh, when he's on your team, you love him, mm. but but opposing fan bases are going to hate him and KD. Oh yeah, because they're going to be all over their guys. Yeah, and they were all over this team, and and again, you kind of feel kind of feel for <laughs> for North Alabama because uh, the, look, they're playing a lot. They played Mississippi State to open the season. They played us. They're going to Gonzaga. Let me say that again. They're going to Gonzaga. Yeah. Uh, so uh, give them credit. They when they actually play in their in their uh, uh, conference, they're going to go. Wow, these guys are slow and short. Yeah. We're going to kill people. Yeah. So give them credit. They play well, but but yeah, you hold the team to seventeen points and a half. Uh, you're doing you're doing something right. That's right. And and let's talk about rebounding real quick. We were getting out rebounded in the first half, mm-hmm. and I tweeted out. I think that'll change in the second half. It did. And it it did. We were, de- we were getting out-rebounded by five in the first half, and we ended up out-rebounding them by ten. So that's yeah. a 15-point swing. Uh, it's one of those one of those things I think you bottle that halftime speech because we were a different team after halftime. We looked sluggish in the first half. Uh, we did not in the second half, especially on the defensive end. You're right. You're absolutely right. This is a good win. Tigers improved to nine and one on the year. 
in their 10th in their game. Stephen Pearl ties West Flanagan for the best percentage as an Auburn head coach at 100%, each of them one That's and awesome. one. And uh, But we will see Bruce back on the sidelines. I'm sure guys will play hard up for, for Saturday. We play at St. Louis on Saturday night at 8 p.m. Central Time on the 18th of December. You have to get a nap before that one. That's right. I, 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 don't, I don't know, like, what the deal is with these late games. You know, we were watching the late game, you know, on Tuesday, and Alabama also played a late game, which um, they lost. They lost to Memphis. Just they lost that up. To, to an AAU team. <laughs> to a complete AAU team being coached by an NBA All-Star. Um <laughs> But which we did not lose to last year. I just just want to say, just 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 get that out. We of the won way. that game. We won that game. Um, but yeah, we we go to St. Louis. The St. Louis team is not bad. I think you see this St. Louis team in March. It's it's, it's a good St. Louis team. We played them two years ago, I believe. Right? Two or three. I think yeah. we played them in Birmingham two or three years ago, yeah. and and we beat them then. But this this is a different St. Louis. They've got a guard that's averaging about seventeen points a game. Um, that. This is not going to be a washover game. And I think Auburn will come prepared. I think Auburn will come, you know, energetic, ready to play for their head coach being back on the sideline. Um, hopefully, you know, news breaks soon that we start seeing Allen maybe get a few minutes. You know, he's full contact practicing. practicing. Yeah, he's um, practicing. So maybe, maybe we get to break that before uh, SEC play starts I, I, a little bit. I would bit. like for them to get him in before. And, and again, this is my personal thought. I, I I want him to get in and get uh, acclimated yeah. before before LSU. we throw him into the LSU, LSU game. Yeah, which by the way is going to be a tough. LSU's tough really good. Um, the uh, coach at St. Louis, Travis Ford, mm-hmm. uh, was a pretty good player in his own right. He's a kid that could. He was one of those kids that could shoot from anywhere, mm-hmm. and uh, used to coach at Oklahoma State. He's a good head coach. He knows what he's doing. <clears throat> like Bruce says, they'll run good stuff. Uh, they'll shoot. Uh, they've they've had a, a little bit of an up and down uh, time here. That UAB went up there and beat them. Mm-hmm. Uh, UAB is pretty darn good last week. Yeah. Um, and uh, Jamal Johnson represent Jamal, Jamal. Good job, Jamal. <laughs> Proud of you, brother. Um, so I think it'll be a good test for Auburn. Uh, probably won't be the best team we've played but it'll be one of the best ones i agree i agree this is one of the biggest non-conference tests especially away from auburn arena i think this is a good opportunity for auburn to start rolling start rolling before they get into yep. the sec because you, you, can, you start the sec with a dog fight yeah you do because if you yeah. win this one and then you beat Murray state who's a also a very good team <laughs> coming into uh, auburn arena next week yep. if you can beat those two and you go 11 and one in this uh preseason yeah uh, i think you're setting yourself up to, to have pretty a pretty good. good year yeah i agree that's fewer losses than the team from the west side of the state so who yeah i don't know what you're talking about um <laughs> but we'll be back to discuss that later this weekend and uh player of the game player of the game player of the game you're right let's do all right i know my you go first you go first all right my player of the game is the guy that i was screaming about uh feed him the basketball every time down the floor. Uh, Walker Kessler mm-hmm. ended up with uh, uh, 14 points, eight boards. I'd like to have seen him get a couple more boards yeah. there. Uh, Jabari was still on him. To get his double-double, yeah, Jabari <laughs> stole him from him. Um, but he played uh, like like I want him to play. Yeah. He was strong. 
He was aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, what, he has a tendency to bring the ball down a little bit, like I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. But if he can, if he can learn to keep the ball up, there's nobody that's going to reach up and take it from him. And and when he was getting the ball near the basket in this game, he was dunking the basketball. Yeah, that was the problem. That was a. It's still a problem for us. We talked about it in the last podcast. We miss a lot of two foot shots, mm-hmm. a lot of layups. We missed a bunch of layups in this game. Yeah, uh, we'd have won by fifty yeah. if we make our layups, and they're layups. So we're gonna have to get stronger at doing those. But uh, Walker came out and and. Look, Walker looked at the other team and went, I'm bigger, stronger. I can jump better than anybody on that team. That's right. It's time for me to take over the game. And uh, and in the second half, we force-fed him, and, and and he came through again. Uh, Big-time game, 14 points, eight boards. That's Walker right. Kessler's my Very player of the game. For Walker. Very excited for Walker. He, he really did play well. And I think, I think that's one of those games where, you know, we talk about, coming out party a lot Mm -hmm. i think right there is what we showed that that's what we got from north carolina that's the guy we wanted that's the guy that we went out and got in the transfer portal yeah mine i I will go on record right now and say that if devin cambridge shoots perfect from three (laughs) we will win every single game that he does i don't has he ever done that i don't Uh, i don't know but he may have went one for one in this freshman year but a lot of times when he gets so hot like that, he just keeps shooting and shooting and shoot. he only shot it twice from three, but yeah. he made both of them. They were perfect. They were great shots. And that dunk highlight reel type of dunk, it's dunk of the year type candidate dunk, but both reverse. Uh, that were, that was unbelievable. A great look ahead pass, a great outlet. And he actually kind of rocked it too yeah. before he dunked it. Yeah. So he kind of rocked it and then threw it backwards over his head. And I thought he was going to break his back. Yeah. It was uh, Sports Center top ten. I think it was in the. I think it was third uh, on the same night that Steph Curry broke the record. So mm-hmm. very yeah. cool. Great job, Devin Cambridge. Very How many rebounds good. did he get? Five, five rebounds. Five boards. Yeah. Yeah. He can get more than that. People I stop stealing him from him. I agree. Jabari <laughs> needs to stop stealing all the rebounds. <laughs> we'll be back Great to discuss. Game. Yeah, nine and one. Very excited. Great win. Look ahead to St. Louis. And uh, we'll come back to discuss that later this weekend. And uh, you can go ahead and do it. Do what you always do. I am CTO. I am CTO. Uh, I've been uh, putting out there a couple times that uh, I want to know who who's everybody's player of the game so I can get some ideas. Yeah. And uh, AU Superfan, I think, was this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, mentioned Kessler. And, and so give him a, a hat tip. That was that's the right that was the right play that's right with Kessler yeah so. we kind of stole <laughs> that's okay you can find me on Twitter at Craig Oldenburg or on Instagram at Grayo 21 and until later this weekend we go for Eagle Thank you for tuning in today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagles.